Listen, I did the aged filter on TikTok and I'm scared. Okay. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm scared. Um, I don't know. How, I don't know if that's all these plastic surgeons that are like, this is a really accurate filter. I'm like, shut up. It made me well, look me- 85 and it made this person look 50. Okay. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. Happy Monday. Welcome back. We are so happy to be chit-chatting. About Moth Boy. (laughs) About Moth Boy. I have been nonstop listening to Speak Now TV, Taylor's Mm -hmm. version, and... Last week, we did talk about how we found out she was changing the lyrics uh, to Better Than Revenge from, you know, and now I just want to see the new lyrics, which is like I know, a combination. I am like, what was the combo that we... Um, <laughs> she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress to he was a moth to a flame. She was holding the matches. Except I keep singing, he was a moth to the flame. She, she was, was holding the mattress. <laughs> I mean, maybe she worked a mattress firm. She she was holding down that Timberpedic. <laughs> she was like, sleep number who? <laughs> and so I just, I'm imagining Sophie Turner just walking around the house calling Joe Mothboy. I would literally, I would bet money on it. He's the Mothman. Moth He's man. the Mothman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because mm-hmm. all these TikToks have been um, photos of like a moth on a match and they put Joe's face on the moth? No, not the moth. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? I got reduced to a moth. I know. Like, I bet he's like, really? Really? I'm a moth now? Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Nobody likes moths. We've already been through this. Nobody likes moths. Okay? I fucking hate They're moths. They're disgusting. They're ugly butterflies. They're ugly. They're not They're ugly. ugly. They're poor. <laughs> They can't, they can't keep up with the butterflies. They can't get all the Botox they and the plastic surgery done. They can't afford that Monarch plastic they surgery. They can't afford it. They can't afford the tattoos. So, no. I, I, I bet Sophie has been just like, I would literally put it on. That would be my alarm in the morning. Better than revenge. <laughs> that or last kiss. <gasps> oh, yes. I don't think I could wake up to that one, though. I need something hype. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I would kill to be a moth on the wall. <laughs> So cheesy. <laughs> but what are your favorite songs from the vault? Do you have listen, a favorite? Listen, I didn't appreciate Taylor Swift coming from my neck um, because she beat me the fuck up. Yeah, she did. With the foolish one. I thought we were going to be dragging John Mayer. Instead, she dragged me, and I didn't appreciate it. And she did it in the most cheery tone, and I was like, "Bitch!" I was gonna say, "Was the most fuck up- you." It was the most upbeat, sad song. <laughs> Foolish one. I'm like, "Bitch!" I'm <laughs> I'm trying to throw hands at Miss that Blondie right now. Like, I didn't appreciate it, and I'm sitting there like, <laughs> I'm just like, you. I know I'm not the exception. All right. I already knew this. I didn't need the reminder from you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, she really came for my neck. 
she, with that yeah, one. That was, when I was listening to it, I was like listening to it. I was like, oh, this is cute. And then I was like, hmm, these lyrics are actually not cute. This is like, y'all are all dumb. He's never coming for you. It's never coming. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I was like, um, that was uncalled for. That was really unmotivated. And I did not um, appreciate it, especially um, so close to uh, my birthday. Mm-hmm. I felt really rude. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Yeah. Um, but she did do it in cancer season. So, you know, it did It did make the most sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just... Mm-hmm. It, how about you? Did you? Was there any vault songs that you really loved? Um, I liked that one a lot. I liked I Can See You, obviously. And then... Um, duh. duh. And I liked Timeless. I did, did like you see the, the music video? Okay, so no, I haven't watched it yet. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, I have my reasons. Our Wi-Fi's down and I wanted to watch it on the TV. <laughs> but I'll just watch it on my laptop. It's fine. Bitch, it's been a week. I know, I know. Listen, okay, give me some credit. It's been a busy week. And also, no. I listen. I listened to Speak Now TV from the beginning to the end. And I think I cried like four times <laughs> I was like on my way to work and I was like, why am I crying? Why is this so nostalgic? Like, why does this put me back into like high school tears? Oh my God. I watched the music video as soon as it came out at 1.58 a.m. Yeah, because 1.58 last kiss on that July 9th night. She is just so particular about everything. (laughs) It stresses me out. I'm like, like I can't even. Everybody's like, "Why well, should release it on July 7th I'm like, "Bitch, July 9th last July kiss." July ninth. I want to give your heart. <laughs> oh um, my goodness! No, she is just a marketing genius. I, uh, she can never not be one. Like so. With that being said, I'm. We all know Taylor Lautner is in the music video. If you yes. didn't know that, I'm so sorry. No, he was um, on. He was at the flipping on the stage. I saw. <laughs> I saw all that part. <laughs> Where have you been, Loka? I'm on TikTok, okay. <laughs> and um, I love, I love that he flipped, and I love that people compared, like, compared it to their movie when he was like, "Go on, show him, show him." He, like, does the cheerleading backflip. Do yes. you remember that yes. scene? That's so funny. Why does he do flips all the time? Like, He's a werewolf. He, did he? Oh, I was gonna say, did he do gymnastics? He was probably like, was I a cheerleader. Remember. I could see him being a cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> everybody was like, "Wow!" Like, I'm really amazed by the acting skills in this music video. And then I forget, oh, <laughs> he is an actor. He's a werewolf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He's a werewolf. I'm sorry. No, I honestly, he's need Shark to know. Boy to me. He's Shark Boy. He will so, forever be Shark Boy. <laughs> I met his wife a couple weeks ago um, yes. through a mutual friend. Yes. And again, I keep meeting Taylor Swift's friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this past week, I met Olivia Rodrigo. I know you did. I don't know if they're still friends, but I know you did. <laughs> I need. I, when am I going to meet Blondie? If you meet Blondie without me present, this friendship is over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Also, I can't control that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not about to tell my boss no or Taylor no. Um, so it sounds like a you problem. Oh, it's totally a me problem. I'm going to be, I'm probably going to go cry in a ball. 
<laughs> I just won't tell you. I'll block you on right. all my social okay. media. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to block you mm-hmm. and Blaine mm-hmm. and all of our mutual friends mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, then when you po- unblock me and I see Blondie <laughs> as your first post, <laughs> I'd be like, you bitch. How dare you keep that from me? I don't, I I don't know. know what you're talking here's about. My, here's my mm-hmm. request. Just FaceTime me in. Like, okay. You know, if the time if it comes up in combo, <laughs> hold on, please. <laughs> Facetime this bitch, or so you she won't, won't answer. <laughs> I, I don't know why you're acting like I don't text you ahead of time. Even if I did, you wouldn't answer the I know, phone. I know, I'm really, You'd be with a child, like doing work or something. I know. I'm like, I'll be doing speech therapy, and I'll see it, and I'll be like, No, Taylor. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I must answer this phone call. Okay, this is very important. So now, from now on, I can't just randomly Facetime you because that's how you know. If you randomly Facetime me, I'm assuming Blondie's next to you. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Or you're engaged. But- like those are the two options: Blondie or a ring. <laughs> very drastic. Very um, drastic. Very drastic. What if I'm just engaged to Taylor Swift? <laughs> I would also support this. Okay. <laughs> I would 1,000% support it. <laughs> the two besties. It's like I'm not attracted to women, but nope, you know, but mean you like know, if Taylor proposed, I don't feel like I would be allowed to say no. Probably not. Uh, I think <laughs> you would be like, yes. <laughs> and you'd be like, wait a minute. Come whatever on. you want. <laughs> whatever you want, Blondie. It's fine. Um, but no, I did meet Olivia this past week mm-hmm. at work, which was really cool. It was really surreal because the day I met her was the day that Vampire went to number one. And so, which like, is it was so wild. I'm literally working and hanging out with the girl who has the number one song in the country right now. <laughs> and um, she is so nice and just really, really sweet. Very kind. Very, very, very pretty. Um, but she, we had a couple minutes between like some things. I'm sitting there talking to her, telling her about how I, I really loved Sour when it first came out. I like it was really surreal, like looking back to be listening to Sour two summers ago, crying over a boy um, who was da- who I loved and he was dating another girl and now her new album's about to come out and I just ended things with the same boy and I was like it's really surreal and she was like maybe we're like kindred spirits like maybe <laughs> maybe I should just give you a call next time I plan on like releasing an album and make sure you're not dating anybody I was like that sounds like a good plan to me Yes. That sounds like a great plan to me. And I told her I used to show, she used to write One Direction fan fiction um, when she was a teenager. <laughs> and I told her I was like low key of mad respect because I used to write Jonas Brother fan fiction when yep. I was a teenager. <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, we, we really we are, are connected. We are one and the same. We really are connected we are the by same. the heart. <laughs> and I was like, we truly are. But she, she is. She is so funny and just adorable and was a really, like, it was a really great day at work just to sit there and hang out with her and talk to her. And, you know, these are moments where everybody's like, so I was some people about it. They were like, they were so jealous and they thought like, it was, everybody was just like, oh my God, I would have been freaking out for some reason. I don't know why. And I think it's maybe just because she's just so personal in her songwriting. I like was not nervous at all. Mm-hmm. Like when I met her. And just her. based on like the video. Like I feel like I knew, I feel yeah. like I knew her and the, already. Based on like the videos that you guys p- had posted in like Bruce interview and stuff. She just seems so like, it just set, seemed like such a natural conversation and like hang yeah. out. Like it didn't seem like, it just so- seemed really natural. Yeah. Which I Normal, think, which I really like that about like celebrities that are like that is because yeah. it, it makes them feel more real and more tangible than like somebody who walks in and it has a snarky attitude and like, 
you don't feel like there's any connection well, or anything. I haven't I haven't met anybody that's had that's been like rude or like snarky or mean and everything. And even if I had, I wouldn't tell you guys who. But like, yeah, I honestly haven't met anybody that's been that way. But I mean, I have met some that like even if they are super friendly, like I'm still like slightly intimidated mm-hmm. to be in the same room with them and talking to them. Like I was nervous a little bit to meet Niall Horn. Yeah. Um, and I. I was a little bit nervous to meet Chloe Bailey mm-hmm. um, because of, I'm like, you know Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> and you know Harry. <laughs> yeah. It's really more that. And it's like, you, you, you are best friends with Harry. You have his number and your phone. And then I'm like, Chloe Bailey, your sister's Ariel and you know Beyonce. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's more that. And Olivia, I was like, no, like, I actually am a really big fan of your music, and I feel like you're just very personable, and I, it's also like, I'm like, you're 19 years old. That yeah. was the other thing, too. And, vul- and I, like, she's very vulnerable, I feel like, too, and mm-hmm. like you said, in her songwriting, too, so yeah. it makes it, like, you, like you said, you kind of already feel like you know her. Yeah, and I told her, I was like, you know, it's been really, it's been really cool to, like, watch you grow as an artist, and... I am really excited to see, like, where your career goes. And, I like, I asked her, I was like, are you doing okay? Like, how are you doing? And she was like, oh, thank you for asking. And she was like, I was like, no, genuinely, like, how, like, are you doing okay and everything like that? And she was like, yeah, I'm doing great. Like, thank you for asking. This is a, re- I, this is a really great day. Like, I'm going to go home. And um, she's like, I'm working until 9, and then I'm going to go home and hang out with my mom. And um, we're going to eat cake, you know, cause, since Vampire's, like, at number one right now. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was really sweet and cute. And, um, yeah, like she's, she's just really, really humble, um, and very approachable. So I, I really like her. I think she can't wait to see, I truly can't wait to see where her career goes. And I hope I'm that so she. I'm so excited for this album. Yeah. I love the title. I think it's she's so been good. Wanting, she said she had been wanting to name something Guts for a while. Like when she was releasing Sour, she came up with the name of Guts during the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just thought, you know, it was really, really on point. And um, she just liked how it can feel, like, nasty, but also, like, very vulnerable at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. she said track number one's her favorite. I so. saw that. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. 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 So. Do we know, do we have a release date? Do we know when it's coming out? Yeah. So, it'll be out September 8th. Cool. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Oh, my God. It's the day right before the Jonas Brothers concert for me, too. You're wow. going to have a fun weekend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. Yes. But, yeah, she and she has another music video that's going to come out. I don't know what it is. Don't ask me. I have no idea. It's in the process of being edited right now. That's all she told me. Cool. That's cool. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. But you have exciting stuff going on. You're moving. I am moving. We talked about you guys finding a house last week. Yep. And now you guys are actually moving. Yep. We got chosen for the rental house. And so we will be moving in August. And it is going to be a chaotic rest of this month um with like traveling and recording and then coming home and packing up and moving um so yeah I'm very very excited um I feel like it's a good step good next step in our relationship Mm -hmm. and kind of like the next thing that I've been wanting to do I just kind of want more of my own space how big of this move is it is it like a big big move or um I mean, like, are you going to be buying furniture instead of just moving it? Yes. I think what we'll do is we'll probably move what we have for now 
And then as we, you know, kind of figure out what we're going for, then we will buy pieces. I know we definitely want to get um, a new couch. Will you have a guest room for me? We possibly, if we uh-huh. decide to get another bed. We have an air mattress, but that's all we have. Oh, so. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. We don't I'll have like, we, <laughs> we don't have like a second bedroom set yet. Um, but if we get a new one, then I would probably put our like are set in a guest room, but we, we do have three bedrooms. So I could see us making one of them like a guest room. Um, and then having mm-hmm. one is like my like office area. Um, and Blaine will probably have his setup in the garage. So, which will actually like work most, most mm-hmm. men, like most men, yeah. especially yeah. with like 3d printing and stuff, like with fume, if there's any kind of like weird fumes or anything, like depending yeah, on he what he uses. The yeah. The garage sounds like a good spot. So yeah. we'll probably have one car in the garage and then one car on the driveway. Um, so that he has some space, but we have a fenced in backyard. So I'm really excited about that. I know the dogs are going to love it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to make a place my home because I was telling you earlier, Emily, like I haven't really put much time, effort and like money and energy into decorating these two apartments we've lived in because they just never really felt like permanent, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And so I feel like this is we'll probably be in this house until we build a house. So I want to treat this as like our home and like actually mm-hmm. find mm-hmm. find pieces that we want and. And I'm not going to rush because I think that that I always do that. I like want to buy everything at the same time. And then I don't actually look and make sure that I have pieces that I actually want. And then I end up like getting tired of them and not liking them. Or I like go the cheap route and then I don't really like it. One thing I would love to have is an actual piano, like a real piano, not a keyboard, a piano. Basic market. Facebook Marketplace, because when I lived in North Carolina, the amount of times I saw free pianos. Yes, I'm going to start And told looking. you about them. I know, but I just don't, we just don't have the space for it. So uh, there's like, a, there's like a place in this house, like in um, the downstairs area that I would love to put a piano. Um, or maybe even up, upstairs just seems too much. Like downstairs would be better. I wouldn't want to move a piano. Yeah. But I mean, upstairs. like if, if I can find one and come have someone out and like tune it and stuff. Oh, that would be amazing. I would love, love that. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I'm not exactly sure like where we'll go with it, but, um, after this, I'm heading to Home Depot to get some boxes <laughs> because I will not pack the way we packed to move over here. Um, cause we just threw shit in a wagon, literally threw shit in a wagon and I pulled it across the parking lot. Like that was the extent of our moving process. And I want everything to be very like like a box for the kitchen, a box for the bedroom. Like I want, and I want to go Not through a wagon. Literally. I was like, <laughs> I was like pulling a wagon through the market. <laughs> I looked hilarious. I looked so funny. Like a children's wagon no, or no, like no, a no, grocery no. Like wagon? A, no, it was like a big wagon, like really big. Um, but like I have things in here, like this ugly, this ugly lamp I'm looking at. And you know, the lamp, you know, the lamp. I want to take that shit to Goodwill. <laughs> Like, don't I even take it to Goodwill. Don't like, even. I just don't, no one it. wants it. Just throw it away. Like, don't punish it. the people at Goodwill with well, that I don't shit. I want to have to take it to the dumps. I'll take it to Goodwill. <laughs> but like, I just want to go through some things and like whatever we don't need anymore, like get rid of. So that is Makes that sense. is what I will be doing over the next couple of days. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for sure. Okay. So that's yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Goodwill trips and Home Depot boxes. I'm thrilled. So, yeah, you're doing that. I'm striking. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
I feel like you've been striking for a long time. And I'm 74 days. I was going to say, I was going to ask you if how many days it's been 11 weeks, 74 days. Um, now SAG has joined us. The actors have joined us. There you and, go. um, oh, it's, I mean, it's not getting easier, especially with some of the comments that have came out from certain CEOs. I mean, Bob Iger, uh, who is the CEO of Disney said that our, um, asks were being, un- were unrealistic. Um, we just want to live, <laughs> um, and be able to buy a house. And there was an anonymous source from the AMPTP that came out and said, we don't know who said this, but someone from a studio said, um, the goal is to extend the strike as long as possible, even if that means getting to the point where the writers lose their houses and their apartments. Um, that is an evil necessary. And I'm like, you cannot be, I, we could not write a meaner supervillain than what these studio heads have turned into. The fact that you are wanting and encouraging people to go homeless in order because you've made $300 million in a year and you can't part ways with a small fraction of that to then pay your actors, your writers, it's fucking ridiculous. And people, I'm really sick and tired of people saying like, well, writers make $80,000 like a year. I'm like, (laughs) no. No, they don't. First of all, don't. Don't act like you know like how much writers make when you are not in the industry because you don't know how the pay system works. It's not like a yearly salary. It's not something we're getting paid bi-weekly on anything. There is a whole agreement with um, the WGA on how writers are paid out. It's not like a lump sum that you get all at once. And if anything, with TV shows, say I got paid $60,000. Let's say total. That's a total amount I'm going to get. You know, after certain payment plans and like the way it's broken down with, because I'm not, I can't explain it to somebody who's not in the industry. It's too complicated for me to break yeah, it down that's fair. for somebody. Um, but say, say that's how much I'm going to make. That's not a $60,000 I'm getting at once. That is broken up. And on top of that, that's for like only 12 weeks out of the year. I now have to make that stretch, like, because I may not, may, I may not get another job mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. And if you have, if you're unaware, six thousand dollars the equivalent of making probably about thirty five thousand in Los Angeles after taxes, um, and that is nothing <laughs> in the city of Los Angeles, especially if you um, are a single parent. Uh, I, I mean, it's you were I. I make around that, and I am considered in the low class in Los Angeles. I am not middle class in Los Angeles. And I could not imagine with the salary that I have, having a child and having to support that. There would be no, there's no way. Yeah. There's physically no way. Um, With the cost of living that is here, it's ridiculous. And to expect writers, like... We have been hustling for years. You don't think we'll pick up a second job? You you don't think we will find a way? Like, we've been told no constantly. The amount of times we are so friendly with the word no because we've grown so accustomed to it. Like, we literally just want to make it enough to where we can afford to have a family and live a normal life and buy a house. Like, most people can't afford to buy houses now. Yeah. And this used to be a job where writers could, you know make a solid living and a decent living and be able to support their families. 
and not have to stress about between gigs. That's the thing. See, you, you only work one show a year because sometimes you might be locked to a contract where you can't go right on a second show. Right. And you are only stuck writing the show. And then there's, you know, maybe a year between seasons that you're in that writer's room and you can't go work another thing. You may, maybe you could do a movie, but you may not make as much on that movie and you may not be able to do into the contract. Actors have to face the same exact thing. And it gets to the point where you don't know how long in between seasons you have to go, especially with COVID that happened. You don't know how long you're going to go till you get your next paycheck and you get stuck working at Trader Joe's or, you know, working at the bank or something. I don't know. Getting a second job. And it's just not sustainable and not in the city of Los Angeles. And you have to live in the city of Los Angeles if you want to work on these shows because they refuse to do um, remote work. So it's just, it's not attainable. It's not realistic. And it's unfair if you are going to keep using... Um, it used to be where, like, you know, when shows would play on, on cable you got residuals Mm -hmm. for it. Every time that episode aired on TBS or whatever, you get residuals. With streaming, that's not public knowledge anymore. You don't get residuals. And even the residuals, if you were to, are like four cents. And it's ridiculous. And then on top of that, the actors have every right to be furious because we also have AI coming into the fact, and I don't want to even get started with AI with the writers because AI, I'm sorry, AI cannot write a movie. I've I've seen AI. It's shitty. It's not funny. It doesn't have childhood trauma like we do. And... Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) One of the fucking things that the AMPTP came to the actors with and thought they were being unreasonable about is they wanted to basically get scan background actors' faces. So basically, people who are in the back, you know, extras, people who are in the background, day players. So they don't have to pay those people to come on and do it. Pay them for that one day, scan their faces, and then own their face for forever. And be able to use it in AI. Nope. And they thought we were being unreasonable by saying no to that. I'm like, you did Black Mirror just put out an episode called um, Yeah, Joan is Awful. I haven't seen and it, I'm but like, I want to watch it. <laughs> I don't think Netflix realized what the fuck they were doing when they put that out. Like, you realize this is exactly what we don't want. You didn't think we would catch on or anything. Yeah. And it is just, it's blasphemy. It is utter blasphemy. And I can't believe it and i'm so glad the actors are striking along with us i'm so glad we have their solidarity it is not an easy fate and i understand that a lot of these smaller um businesses are being affected by this especially the smaller roles like makeup artists um crew members all that's being affected by us but it's not the writers and the actors fault it's the studio's fault it's the um fucking millionaires at that one percent at the top it's their fault for not coming to the table and coming back and agreeing to our responses and being on the wrong side of history. Um, sorry on a whole, like, soapbox about no, this. No, I mean, that's why I ask, like, how long it's been. It's because I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't believe that, like, we're now, conti- like, we're continuing on with this. Like, this is ridiculous at this point. The last strike, the last strike lasted almost over a little bit over 100 days. Well, my so. hope, my hope with... You know, obviously they should have come to their senses with just the writers on strike, but maybe having the actors on there too will make them move some sort of way. But this is just a it's shame. shame we couldn't get the shame we couldn't get the directors alongside with us and have a whole three way strike. But um, hopefully, hopefully, in soon and we, they come back to the table and realize that they are being wronged, um, and uh, you know, we're able to come to a, a an agreement, some sort that of benefits agree- yes. us. Yes, that benefits us. 
um, because it's been it's been absolutely appalling scene and disgraceful seeing what they're coming out with. And then you got Fran Drescher, the nanny, who is the president of SAG, getting heated and yelling during this press conference. Oh my god, it was a beautiful thing to watch. It was a beautiful thing to watch to see for her get so emotional about this and just get I understand that, you know, there are actors who do make the millions and millions of dollars. That's true. There but are, that's that is not, true. But that's not the majority. No. No, it's not the majority. Like at it's all. not the majority. It's and it's never going to be the majority. And I think that that's the thing that makes mm-hmm. me frustrated for you guys is that like you're literally just asking to make a livable wage. <laughs> like if you think about Anna Kendrick, yeah, she's fam- she drives a Honda Civic. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember I remember reading Anna Kendrick's um biography when she got nominated for her Oscar, she was living in a small like two bedroom apartment with a roommate and couldn't afford to even get a gown for the Oscars red carpet at the time. Yep. So, I mean, just just keep that in mind. Think about that. And if you're wondering how you can help and support, there are so many fundraisers, which I will, we will have links in the, um, the show notes for you guys that you can donate. Because, I mean, there's things that we always need, like water on the picket lines. I mean, especially, especially with the heat in L.A. right now. Yeah, water. Um, there are also a lot of people who are writers' assistants and showrunners' assistants who are also been now been put out of jobs too because of this because they are also were in those writers' rooms. They don't get writer credits on the shows, but they do. They are in those rooms and with the writers, and they a lot of them do have aspirations to be screenwriters. And um, they a lot of them have been affected and out of money and can't afford groceries and things like that, and they're struggling to make rent. And so you know, there's ways you can. There's different. Um, Pay up Hollywood is one people one um, foundation you can donate to, but there's gonna be a ton of. I'll leave a link in the show notes if you guys want to contribute and help out. It really does mean a lot. Um, and I've I've been on the strike lines. I've been there with these people, and I mean they are some of the nicest people. And you know, just I hope that we're able to reach a resolution soon. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I know it's exhausting, both like physically, mentally, emotionally. So. Hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Speaking of exhausting, um, I feel like I look exhausted lately. Yes. Especially turning 30. And so, like, I started... I've been looking into getting Botox. Okay, so, like, I know we were talking about earlier, you and I, personally, yeah. about you're not ugly, you're just poor. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Which, like, sounds really mean, but also, like, we, like, the beauty standards and how expensive everything is to, like literally just get Botox or even like lip filler or like like dye your hair or like bitch nails. So I totaled up the other day, like my Vegas, um, cause we're going to Vegas for my birthday. Mm -hmm. My like Vegas get ready with me. So like I'm getting sugared, getting a spray tan, getting my nail, my, my nails done. I'm getting my hair done. I am thinking about getting my lashes done. Mm hmm. Five hundred dollars. I know. Like six hundred, five hundred dollars for all of that. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm just like, I didn't know I needed to take out a loan just to you go know. to Vegas. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to, but like, I want to it, because if I do all those things, I feel more confident. I feel yeah. better about myself, and that's what I want. And you know, turning thirty, I'm like, you know, I'm turning thirty. I'm getting, you know, I'm going to start getting this. I mean, I, a lot of people told me I look like 22 lately. So, you know, we're, we're, I don't know about you, 
but I'm looking 22. I'm looking 22. <laughs> I'm not feeling 22, and I'm looking 22. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling 30. I'm feeling tired some days. I'm feeling exhaustion. Uh, um, I feel 25 most of the days, though. Yeah. But I am feeling tired a lot now, and I started looking into, like, getting Botox, um, and, you know, it... it I, I really want to do it because I've always been curious and I'm always afraid that I'm going to look, <laughs> I'm going to love how I look. That's how it always is. I'm going to love I how I look. I think that's the problem is that people do these things and it gets addicting because mm-hmm. like if you can make the changes that you want, like why not, you know? So that's the, that's yeah. the double edge, and I live in LA. edge sort of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't even imagine living in LA. <laughs> I mean, there is pressure that, I mean, there's not that much pressure because I don't surround myself with people who would Are, give me that yeah. pressure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think the same pressure I feel is how anybody could feel if they are chronically online. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I am. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I, I think I'm just seeing it in person. <laughs> That's the only difference. I'm not seeing it on my phone as much as, as much as I'm seeing it in person mm-hmm. and constantly have it on my mind. I'm like, oh, I could always do that. I could always do that. There's billboards for Botox everywhere. There's, you know, billboards for plastic surgeons everywhere. And it's so normalized, which I also like that at the same time too, too. because you don't feel like you're judge, judged for going and wanting it and getting it. So it's little things like that. But I, I don't know. I'm thinking about doing it. I think you should. Me. Why not? Right. <laughs> Because of the, because it always opens up the door to me wanting also getting filler and getting all these other things. Because I will say the one part of my body that I am the most insecure about is my under eyes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, they are not, there's not as much like, um, I guess like fat there. Or I don't have as enough cheekbone support to, you know, not make my under eyes look as hollow. It's not like I have dark circles, but I feel like I just always look tired mm-hmm. if I don't have concealer on. So that is also apparently like one of the like the iffiest places with filler because some people are like, you should just get like a cheek implant done and then it'll just lift that part up. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, well, you can't just get under eye filler. You have to also get cheekbone filler. Mm. And then it's also the filler could be migrating. The amount of research I have like gone into. I've also looked at lasers. Lasers for what? Uh, so I have freckles on my face, right? I love my freckles on my body. I've always hated my freckles on my face. Isn't that so interesting that people that have freckles typically don't like their freckles and the people that don't want to like put freckles on their body? <laughs> it's because my freckles on my body. I mean, on their face. Very- I mean, on their face. You know how all those girls have yeah. those little like that little dot, dot, dot thing. And then all of a sudden it looks yeah. like they have freckles. So I like the freckles on my body because they look like freckles. They're prominent. You can tell that they're freckles. Especially on my shoulders. Like, I love my shoulders. They're fairly freckly. They're adorable. Yeah, I have a lot of freckles, freckles, too. The freckles on my face, they're so many that when they are not prominent and out, they just make my skin tone look uneven. Mm, mm -hmm. And all I want is an even skin tone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's all I want. It's just an even skin tone. I would love to be able to like how I look without foundation. Yeah, that's on. fair. Like, I want to be able to do my makeup like Hailey Bieber does, where she barely puts. 
honestly same, but my <laughs> face is so red. I'm like, I, I don't think that's ever going to be but in the cards for I mean, me. Right? Oh, yeah. I just want to be able to like tap, 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 tap and be done. Or she's like, here's my makeup routine. And I'm like, did you put anything on? What did on? you do? You did nothing. Okay. <laughs> cool. She like puts like a, like a little bit of concealer and she's like, mm. Just tap, tap, tap. Okay, I'm done. I love you, Haley Bieber, but still. Um. <laughs> I'm like, girl, ain't nobody else can do that, okay? No, no. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I would like to be able to use a YSL Touche Clot as my concealer. And, like, the only people who can do that are, like, the pretty bitches who have purple skin. <laughs> Listen, I did the aged filter on TikTok, and I'm scared. Okay? I'm just I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm scared. Um, I don't know. How, I don't know if that's... All these plastic surgeons that are like, this is a really accurate filter. I'm like, shut up. It made me well, look me, 85 and it made this person look 50. Okay. So what, what that, are we? So that's the thing. That is the thing. I'm like, what age? What like, age are we what looking age at? What age are we looking at? And why is everyone so different? So I look like my Nana. Mm-hmm. I don't I look, look like anybody. Mom. I don't know who I look like. I so am I, beginning to believe I'm adopted. <laughs> no, you look just like your mother. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, you and your mother, like she, m- mom said copy paste. When she <laughs> said you. copy paste, I want a mini me. Which is what my mother did too, because yes. like yes. my dad did, not, my dad showed up for the eyes and that's it. He's, he peaced out. <laughs> my after dad that. showed up for the eyes. <laughs> he said, here's my green eyes. I'm out. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Peace. Other than that, I looked just like my mom. And my, when I did the age filter, I looked just like her mom. So I was like, well. At least we know those jeans are strong mm-hmm. and they're hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting to think about. Like, we both look so much like our mothers that if we were to have daughters, like, I wonder. I know. I'm like, are they going to look. Like how I did as a baby? Like copy paste. Because, <laughs> like, I was a cute kid. I was I was a pretty cute kid, too. I, I was say. a fucking adorable mm-hmm. ass kid. I, had, I wouldn't I had mind. front bangs and curly hair. <laughs> but here's the thing. Oh, I had micro bangs. And I could pull. I pulled them off. You said I, I had microbates and I pulled them off. Oh, I looked cute as fucking hell. I looked sassy as shit in my dance photos. Here's the thing. If I do do a copy paste and I have a lookalike daughter, mm-hmm. I know what not to do. That's true. That's very true. Like, be like, girl, okay, you have frizzy hair. Here's what we're going to do. We're not just going to leave it as it is. We're going to, you know, get some oils, get some serums up in there. We're going to calm that shit down. Mm-hmm. Um we're going to make sure that we, you know, we don't touch our eyebrows. Don't, because my eyebrows, I've never touched, I didn't touch them. I, I never, never touched, touched them. mine either. We're not going to touch them, okay? Mm-mm. Don't ever touch them. We are not plucking. Um, we are not doing that. We're going to start using sunscreen every day. Every mm-hmm. day from the age, as soon as we're out of the womb, sunscreen on. So you don't get any more freckles than you need. Like, I already know what's going to happen. So I'm prepared so that she does not have to go through the same trauma because my mom did not do that for me. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my mom went out and got a perm when she was a teenager, okay? Mm-hmm. She was not concerned about frizz like I was. And yeah. So I, I know how, what my daughter would need. So it, on that front, I'm screwed if I have a boy. I don't know, I don't know how to help you. That's your dad's I know. As responsibility. Long as you know, no, you do. He will have a skincare routine. Oh, this is true. That is one thing <laughs> I will say. I have always had great skin. My parents had great skin. Mm-hmm. So, like, I never had acne. I did have braces, so my kids are fucked on that front. Uh, but I, ne- I always had good skin. And so, is it wrong that when I go on dates, if I'm, like, really into a guy, if I ask him if he's had acne growing up, because that, that is something I've done before. I don't, I don't think that's wrong, especially if you're in a vulnerable situation. Like, you're being vulnerable. 
Well, did, you, did you have acne? Did, were you on Accutane? I know. Were, I never had acne. acne. The only acne I ever have is like hormonal, like around my chin. I, I get really like I get like one or two little spots when I'm on my period, and outside of that, I don't really have acne at all. See, I rarely ever get that. Yeah. So I yeah like I I'm like are you were you on Accutane? <laughs> have you have you? No offense, I'm not discriminating. It's just my kids are already going to be fucked when it comes to their teeth. I don't. I don't need them also being in their mind because they're going to have ADHD. Um, so, like, I really am just trying to give them one less thing to worry about, um, and that is skin. We got some good genes going on here. We need to pass those down, um, and I don't need your acne getting in the mix. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's reasonable. I think I feel so. Like, I feel like that's, yeah. Why not, yeah. right? I mean, that's the whole point is that we're looking for a mate. I mean, I don't, not that I'm trying to actively have children. I'm very comfortable not having kids. But, you know, these are things that, you know, I try to keep are on important. the forefront of my yeah. mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, someone's going to criticize me and think I sound vain for doing this. But I'm just looking out for my child's future. I'm trying to prevent bullying before it even starts. Yes. <laughs> also, don't want to have to worry about, you know... The emotional labor, the financial labor that comes with all that. So mm-hmm. we're just, we're preemptively, we're looking ahead. We're being preventative. Yeah. I think um, you just need to look and make sure they have a skincare routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some skincare and items he, he, on their bathroom near the sink and you're good to go. Yeah. That is one thing. I've been, you know, going on, like, hanging out with a couple guys recently. And like I have said before, like I did, I think in the Ick episode, mm-hmm. that men's bathrooms are like a war zone for me they are terrifying that they're worse than the conjuring honestly like they i think they are some terrifying um lands and i've often said like i i can tell much about a man by his bathroom and like i've got i went on a date with a guy once with a hair dryer and that alone was shocking to me because i don't think i've ever met a man that owned a hair dryer my husband doesn't need a hair dryer <laughs> Your husband's bald. <laughs> but he was buying some skincare products the other day at CVS, and I thought that was really hot. <laughs> what was he buying? Was he buying fucking, like, Jurgens? No. No, it's actually, like, the Scotch Importer, which is, like, a decent brand. We got, like, a, like, we got, like, a, we got, like, a charcoal mask going on. I was like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm here for this. Mm-hmm. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby steps. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll get he actually to- has he actually has pretty good like like shower stuff. Like his shower, like we have the black um, the black ones does from he, Amazon that you like put your does stuff he do in. Everything shower. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. He's been um, shaving his head more recent, like more consistently too. I was like, okay, I'm here for this. Mm. I support right. this. Carry this over right. into our house. Let's have a nice looking bathroom. <laughs> Got a harp on him sometimes, okay. but what has been your captivation? Oh, this is really, really random, but it has been hot as Hades here in on the East Coast, and um, I have been really into like Dutch braiding my hair, um, but putting it into like a low bun. So like, like a milkmaid. What's a milkmaid? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard that term. <laughs> it's um, a hairstyle. Sure. Um, like a milkmaid. I don't know what that means. Um, so I'm not going to say yes to that. I don't know. But it's basically like the opposite of a French braid. 
And so I like actually braided my hair in like pigtails, but I put it into like a low bun. So it almost looked like I did like a really cute little updo, but for work, I just cannot be bothered to curl my hair every morning with this humidity. Like the humidity is so bad that my hair is frizzy. And so I've just been um, trying to come up with really cute little hairstyles to do because I cannot be bothered. I need to get some um, like gel. Um, hold on, let me look at this milkmaid picture you sent me. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that, no. I do it from the very, very, very front of the hair so that the braids are just on okay. the sides and the front and they go like behind the ear down to like right where your um, like earlobe is and then I put it in a bun. Um, okay. So yeah, I've done that. I actually did braids one day and everyone was like, your hair is so cute. And I was like, I feel like, I feel like I'm playing softball again. Like, I don't love this oh for me. Oh my God. Um, but I'm tired of, like, I, I always do my hair in a claw clip. And ever since my mom told mm-hmm. me I look like a librarian, I can't unsee it. So I'm trying to come up with some What's different wrong with the, What is wrong with the librarian? You could be a sexy librarian. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going for, I guess. But I mean, I do love a good, like, claw clip updo. Um, but I'm just trying to, like, I have so much hair. Like, I'm just trying to be mm-hmm. a little bit more, um, you know, creative with, like, hairstyles and, like, finding good ones on TikTok so that I can, um, like, emulate and stuff like that and kind of just, like, mm-hmm. coming up with my own stuff. But um, speaking of hair, I also bought a ton of whey products that I have been loving. We love, we love whey. <gasps> so, we love whey. I love them. Yes, I got, I finally, like, bit the what is it bit the bullet is that the phrase and bought yes. the whey shampoo and conditioner and the hair oil and the leave-in conditioner so and the girl mm. at sephora was like you have great taste and i was like thank you <laughs> thank you thank you so much AKA, you have expensive aka taste. you have expen- i spent like i spent way too much money she was like did everything run out at the same time i was like mm-hmm, doesn't that happen to you she was like no never and i was like oh great must be nice it's because she gets free shit I know, all the time. I know. So uh, it's an ex Sephora employee. She got that gratis unlock. Yes. Yeah, so I'm really yeah. excited. I'm. I've been really liking those products, and I'm hopeful that they, they will help my frizz a little bit. And they have really good ingredients. So I do. We I love Janakin like products. We mm-hmm. love good Janakin products. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? I. So listen. I did a rare thing. Okay. And I. I listened to you for once. <laughs> Oh my God, this is iconic. <laughs> what did you do? I watched The Summer I Turned Pretty. I gave you a TV recommendation. <laughs> oh my gosh, this has been the best day ever. Look, I didn't Wait, know don't tell this me in Wilmington. You've watched season two, haven't you? Don't tell me anything. Yes. Okay, don't tell me. Yeah. Don't ruin it I for won't. me. <laughs> but I didn't know it was filmed in Wilmington. My old stomping round. I didn't know that either. That's really cool. And I saw my professor like on episode five of season one. And I was like, what the fuck? What's up? What is happening? (laughs) Isn't it such a good show? It is very cute. It is adorable. I cried way more than I had ever anticipated. The guy who plays Conrad is playing Aaron Samuels in the Mean Girls musical, the movie. Are you serious? Yeah. Renee Ratt is playing Regina George again. Yeah, I knew and that she was reprising her role as Regina, but I didn't know yeah. that. That's really cool. Yeah, he's playing Aaron Samuels, and I was like, mm, his hair would look sexy it, pushed back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think There was perfect. a TikTok that was like, why am I crying so hard over the show where the, the main character's name is a body part? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was dying. weird. I did not know her name was Belly. Yeah. 
I know. Belly um, was a lot for me. I don't know what the... I can't remember what her actual name is in the show. Isabel. Isabel. Okay. So they call her Belly, which I was like, I hate that. But I also kind of love it. It's I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't like it. Um, yeah. I, it I like grows the, on you? I like the nickname. Like, it grows on me and it's not weird. But at first I was like, why are they calling her Belly? I was like, are they fucking body shaming this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The summer I turned pretty and we're going to call her Belly. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to throw hands. Like, what the fuck? Also, am I the only one? Maybe this says more about me than anything else. Am I the only one who thought her mom was in love with Susanna? I kind of got that vibe a little bit, especially (laughs) when the their dad was like, like Susanna's always been like part of our relationship or whatever. But I was like, she little. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But but I also, um, here's the thing. I'm watching this right. And for those of you who don't know, who are not watching it, it you find out very early on. So it's not like a huge spoiler alert. Yeah. But Susanna, Susanna, I don't know what the, what is the mom's name? What is Isabel's mom's name? Oh, Laurel. yes. I was like, I can't remember. So Laurel and Susanna are best friends, right? And they go to a, um, Susanna's summer house together every summer and they bring their kids and laurel has isabel and her brother steven and steven is the same age as Susanna's two boys jeremiah and conrad and they all hang out and isabel's had a crush on conrad like her entire life she's about like two years younger than him because she's a sophomore when he's a senior mm-hmm. in high school and i mean yeah he's pretty cute but they both have always had feelings for her so it's like this like little love triangle kind of thing which i always love and i I think it's adorable, but um, the whole time I'm watching this, Susanna is trying to make this last summer special because she has cancer again, and um, the kids don't know, but her Laurel, her best friend, and um, Belly's mom knows, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, Hannah, if you ever fucking get cancer, knock on wood. <laughs> Do not make me the only one responsible with knowing that knowledge. I know. I, I will kill somebody. I know. I, when I, I was like, uh-uh. Nope. Nope. I was like, that is too much pressure. I do not like that. I know. I know. Yeah. Also, you fucking doing the trial, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other thing. Finally at the end. Never mind. But I was like, come on, no. Like, come on. <laughs> Like, you be going through chemo. I don't give a fuck what you say. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. My goal now in life, like, the whole time I'm watching this, I was like, oh, that'd be really, not knowing it's filmed in Wilmington. And I'm like, oh, I would love to have a beach house in Wrightsville. Like, I go there every summer with my kids. I live in Los Angeles. I go to this beach house every summer. It being um, like your summer, like your summer home. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, my parents could live there for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just go to my LA house in the summertime. We'll swap. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, um, but it'll be decorated like my taste. They don't get a say in it. Uh, <laughs> I'm paying for the house. Um, so, <laughs> but, um, I was like, oh, that'd be really cool. Like, um, if I could do that with Hannah, but I'm thinking, I'm like, she's probably gonna have kids before I do. So our kids, <laughs> our kids would never be able to play together. They could still play together. Yeah, but they go. Then they're, they're gonna really gonna. Then somebody will really be in love with somebody, and then it'll get weird. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but I always thought that'd be cute. I think that, that. And then I found out it's from the Wilmington, and I was like, Oh no wonder I was getting. No Wilmington wonder it was vibes. giving Wilmington vibes. Yeah, 
Yeah, it made, yeah. It, it made me want to go to the beach. But no, I, I trust me. I texted my parents and I was like, oh, God, like this is making me want to go and visit Wilmington and visit Wrightsville again. So I, I have friends that are there now that have moved back. Mm-hmm. So like I really. And my brother-in-law is going to be, be there soon. So. Oh, my God. Maybe yes. we'll just have a house. <laughs> I will give him all of the party details. So he, <laughs> he is ready to go. He is ready. And his girlfriend's going up a semester before him so he's they're gonna be he's gonna be there probably every weekend so we need all the to get a fake id <laughs> i just wanted him to eat at what is that place you always took pts to? yes pts, PTs. Oh, so oh, good i was God. like you've got it that's gotta be your place i know i know i want their fries In- <laughs> Why'd you do that to me? I'm sorry. Uh, Indoshi, go go get in, go get sushi at Indoshi. Uh, get some tacos at Islands. I know. Uh, I was really also mad that you never took me to Islands. So I will be going there one day. Honestly, because I got food poisoning there. So <laughs> so don't go to Islands. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> like go get their chips, I'm but just, like just, don't just get the sh- don't get the shrimp. Michaels. Don't get the shrimp. I just want to get some of that lobster mac and cheese, bro. <laughs> Listen, the one thing I love about Wilmington and Wrightsville Beach is the fucking food. It's so like, good. Like, it's fresh. They it's good. All the food there. Like, and that's the thing, because there's not that many chains there. Right. That's the thing yeah. I love about them, is that it is like a beach town. Wilmington is like a beach town and a college town kind of combined. And I love the non-summertime there. Because there's no tourists. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but I I love the food because that is a city I don't feel like has a ton of chains in it. When I was there, could be completely different now. But yeah, I just always love the food. I thought it was great. And I mean, it is a very, if you are the kind of person that doesn't like doing shit and you just want to relax, it's a great place to do that at. Yeah. I got bored very easily. Because I like going out and doing things, but I can see in my old age wanting when I to go like, back when I, yeah. when I look like that filter <laughs> and I stop <laughs> I having like the societal pressure to go look back. a certain way. I'm moving to Riceville Beach yes. and I'm just gonna be the old lady that just sits on the beach every day in her little lawn chair that's, yelling at kids to keep it down. That's what I want for me for my life. Yeah, just a sa- yeah, just we, a sandy day. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll be neighbors and uh, yeah, there we go. I like that. I like that. Sounds like a good plan. But this is a very short episode today. Is it? It may not be. I don't know. It may be. We'll see. It could be short. It could be long. I, my mental health has been like on a decline recently and I just needed an episode where we didn't have like a plan or a structure to it and we just kind of mm-hmm. caught up. I feel like I've been getting very, very anxious very easily lately and allowing myself to get very overwhelmed and putting other people's needs. And I, I, it has been a summer of saying yes. And I said that very early on that I wanted to do that, but then I get into the place where I'm saying yes, and then the day comes, and I am like, fuck, and I regret it all, mm-hmm. yeah. and I, like, I had two panic attacks, like, in the span of a week, and I was like, this is not good, this is not healthy that I'm having this many, where I was going years without them, mm-hmm. so I have been trying to listen to my body more and honor it, and if that means I'm just staying at home one day and doing bed rot, that is totally fine. Yeah. Like, I'm allowed to do that. And I was, my friend asked me the other day, he was like, when's the last time you took a vacation? And I think we talked about this last mm-hmm. week and how Charleston was the last time. And so I'm really looking forward to this Vegas trip, this birthday trip, having the whole week of my birthday off work. That's going to be so nice. And just vibing, mm-hmm. just chilling. I booked an 80-minute massage. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Listen. 
listen, I'm I'm so excited. So I'm excited for yeah. you. Eighty minutes is like prime. Peak. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna yeah. be delicious. Delicious. Literally delicious. <laughs> <laughs> if a massage can be delicious, that will be it. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.